The Dallas Stars suffered a brutal defeat at the hands of the Vancouver Canucks on Monday night. And on today's show, we will talk about what went wrong in this game and talk about the sprinkle of positivity and then get you caught up today on everything you need to know about the insane race for the wild card spots in the Western Conference. All coming up on a Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Howdy there, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering your Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team. Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Tuesday, April 19th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and leave a comment if you feel so inclined, if you enjoy the show or have some thoughts and opinions on the Dallas Stars and hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to leave a rating or review if you like what you hear. But let's jump right into today's show without any further hesitation, talking about last night's disastrous game for the Stars and Vancouver, a game that I, I say disastrous. I mean, starting out, it seemed like that they maybe were controlling parts of the game. They they did go down early 1-0, but then evened it back up with a pretty quick and pretty nice power play goal from Rope Hintz, a really pretty pass from Alexander Radulov on that play. Really good stuff early on from the Stars, and then even getting uh, a shorthanded goal to cut a 3-1 deficit down to a 3-2 deficit in the second period. But uh, after a Jason Dickinson goal after that, uh, things just went downhill for the Stars from that point on. And uh, really from kind of the middle of the second period onward into the third, it was just Vancouver all night long, just absolutely destroying the Stars on every single front, it seemed like. And, you know, it's just so frustrating because this Vancouver Canucks team has had the Stars number all season long, only three matchups this season, but really they, they've controlled and dominated the majority of all three of those matchups. And, you know, they're a good team, but, you know, they seem to just kick it up a notch against the Dallas Stars. And uh, I guess in the Stars defense, this is one of, if not the hottest team in the league right now. They've now won six games in a row and are still very much alive in the playoff race after Monday night's game. They, they were still alive in the playoff race somewhat, but a game like this and the Vegas Golden Knights loss to the New Jersey Devils uh, has certainly made the playoffs a lot bigger of a reality for this Vancouver team after Monday night's events and so you know just again a, a terrible way to start off this road trip for the stars who now have two more difficult opponents on the schedule this week in edmonton and calgary which we'll talk about a little bit later in this show and then of course talk about a little bit later in this week as well but one of the more disappointing parts of this game was really jake ottinger having one of his worst nights of the year and i mean you can't pin all of it on him uh, a lot of the plays where vancouver scored while he was in net uh, you could probably pinpoint one or multiple players who maybe missed an assignment or did not cover a guy as well as they could have. I know on that first goal, Alexander Radulov was like spinning in circles uh, and and really just did not seem to know where he was going uh, on that Connor Garland goal. And 
it was just frustrating. I think that there was just kind of a, a mental lapse with a lot of the skaters out there on the ice for the Stars team. And so, uh, and maybe on Jake Ottinger's side as well. I mean, he's been really good this season, but, you know, he, I guess maybe he was due for a performance like this. And, you know, even after uh, some good performances as of late, um, maybe he just needed to get one more bad one out of his system before the final home stretch of the season. I, I imagine we'll see him at least one more time on this road trip with the back to back coming up on Wednesday. And Thursday, but I do. I just feel awful for him having to get pulled in a situation like this. And Scott Wedgwood did give up a goal as well, but just a tough outing for Jake. And you know, again, you can't pin all of it on him. I mean, some of the saves or some of the goals you could argue probably could have been saves on his end, but also not getting as much help from his defense with the absence of guys like Vlad Nemestikov and especially Essa Lindell. And you know, you you just can't really play defense like that if you're the stars because goalie confidence does come. A lot of times from, you know, your ability to trust your teammates and, you know, if you're having a good game defensively, I think that that gives a little bit of confidence and mojo to your goalie. And I just don't think the Stars were delivering that very well in this matchup. And so I think in turn that affects Jake Ottinger's confidence and his ability to see things and read things. And I think a team as offensively talented as Vancouver, uh, especially in the position they are in right now at this stage in the season, they're going to take advantage of that. Uh, and they did just that with a lot of the weapons that we talked about on Monday's episode before the game, Brock Besser had a pretty big game. I think he had three points on the night. Uh, former Dallas star, like I mentioned, Jason Dickinson gets a goal. Connor Garland has been very good for this team all season. Uh, and, of course, Elias Pettersson gets the final tally uh, on an empty net to seal the deal for Vancouver. I mean, they were up 5-2 anyway. Uh, the deal was already sealed at that point. But a 6-2 a to two nail in the coffin for Pettersson, who has been a star killer this season. And, uh, probably a guy that will be a thorn in the side of this franchise for years to come as he is one of the brighter talents in the National Hockey League. And, you know, who who knows where this Canucks team is going to go for the remainder of this season. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the third segment of the show when we take a broader look at the Western Conference wildcard playoff race because it is continuing to be dramatic and insane for seemingly a very unnecessary reason. But, and this is, again, just, you know, it, this game makes me nervous for the remainder of this road trip, but also just the remainder of the season. I mean, you got to, you know, at least be competitive in these games. You know, you still have a game in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. And thankfully, with their loss to the New Jersey Devils, the standings don't really change. Nashville has now actually jumped back in front of the Stars for the top wildcard spot. On Monday morning, the Stars have the top spot because they had one less loss than Nashville. But now I think they have an identical record, but Nashville has the tiebreaker with the season series, I believe. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of how it shapes out. So if the season ended today, Nashville would be playing Calgary in round one and the Dallas Stars would be playing uh, the Colorado Avalanche with Vegas and Vancouver being out. But both Vegas and Vancouver still very much alive in the playoff race. Winnipeg technically still not eliminated, uh, but only with 81 points as of right now. And it would take a lot of uh, chaos and shenanigans for them to make it into the Stanley Cup playoffs as of right now. But, you know, uh, we've been saying that for a while now about them and Vancouver. And Vancouver is still fighting very, very hard. But, uh, and, you know, their more, most recent victims are the Stars who now have, you know, probably a little bit of damage confidence going into the rest of this week. But this is a game that you have to shake off very quickly, uh, learn from your mistakes, adjust, and then get ready to play on Wednesday because that is going to be one heck of a battle. I mean, speaking of teams that have had other teams' numbers, uh, you know, Vancouver has had Dallas's number all season, but Dallas has had Edmonton's all season with two wins against the Oilers. But both of those wins coming at the American Airlines Center, this will be the first and only time the Stars take on the Oilers 
in Alberta, in Edmonton's home building, uh, where McDavid and Dreisaitl have been fantastic all year long, uh, as well as pretty much the rest of that Oilers team. That is a tough building to go into and get a win. And so the Stars will have to be extremely well prepared and not have any remembrance of this game on their minds. They will have to you know, have a clean slate mentally and physically if they want to win this matchup on Wednesday. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk a little bit about this Monday night matchup and talk about some of the positives, which, uh, spoiler alert, most of the positives have to do with number 24, Rope Hints. But we'll talk about him after a quick break and a word from some of our sponsors. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. They also have NHL odds. On Tuesday, the Nashville Predators are taking on the Calgary Flames, and the Flames right now are projected a minus 5.1 over the Predators. Uh, even though the game is in Nashville, that's going to be probably one of the best games of the day in the National Hockey League. And so if you want to place a bet on that game or any other games in the NHL, NBA, MLB, be sure to do it at betonline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to their website right now and or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And we're trucking along on this Tuesday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. This is your host, Dane Lewis, at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. You can give me a follow there. You can also follow our show's account on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to follow there if you do not do so already. But looking at this game against the Vancouver Canucks, it was a lot of doom and gloom. The Stars playing poorly at the offensive blue line, also the defensive uh, blue line just not playing well in the neutral zone either and giving up a lot of opportunities to this Canucks team. But Rope Hints, uh, all things considered, had a pretty good night for himself. And like I said, the, the Stars started the game pretty well. And a lot of that had to do with getting a power play goal. The Dallas Stars go one for one on the power play. Uh, again, uh, a small step in the right direction as far as getting the power play back to its former glory of the season, if you will. Uh, again, a really nice setup from Alexander Radulov and Joe Pavelski gets credited with an assist as well. And Pavelski um, now has 75 points on the season. His career best, again, 79 points back in the 2013-2014 season when he was still in San Jose. And that assist also puts him, I believe, at three assists away from 500 in his career. So seems like it's going to be a pretty milestone-heavy stretch for Joe Pavelski to close out the year. Uh, four points is very attainable for a guy like him in these games, especially with some of the weaker opponents uh, during the final homestand of the season, whether it's Arizona, Anaheim, Seattle, you name it, and probably even the, the Vegas game. He's going to have to step up and play a big role in that matchup. So no reason that he can't get three assists, if not more, uh, as well as some goals to to pad the overall point statistics and, and give him his best statistical year uh, with the oldest that he's been uh, in his entire career. You know, it's insane. A guy at his age, age 37, continuing to truck along like he has. Um, truly incredible. So, you know, he gets the, the helper on Rope's goal and Rope Hints now has 34 goals on the year because then he went on to score a shorthanded goal uh, whenever the Canucks were on one of their two power plays. That's another nice part. The Stars had a good night on special teams. They're really the only part of the game that they won going two for two on the PK and one for one on the power play. And one of those PKs, like I said, Rope Hints gets a beautiful goal there, beats Thatcher Dimko 
Uh, and, you know, it seemed at that moment that the Stars might be able to stay in this game and be competitive, but that was kind of the, the last shining bright moment for Rope. But he's had a really good season looking at his stats after this game. I mean, he has really just grown and gotten better every year since he started with the Stars back in 2018, 2019. He had 22 points in his first season. Then he had 33 points in his second season. He had 43 points last season. And now he's all the way up to 66. I mean, he was making good jumps about 10 points more each season, but now he's gone over 20 points from what he had last season and the season still is not over there's there's i mean i imagine he'll probably reach 70 75 points on the year if not more uh and maybe could even be uh, a 50 goal score uh, not 50 a 40 goal score excuse me with 34 goals i got my numbers mixed up thinking he had 43 so it's definitely a possibility that he could be a 40 goal guy joining jason robertson in that regard for the stars and overall just adding to what has been a fantastic year for the top line but especially rope hints who will likely uh, get paid a good amount of money at the end of next season whenever he is due for a new contract. And hopefully it is the Stars paying him that money because if they're going to keep Jason Robertson, uh, who I imagine will probably get re-signed during this offseason, uh, I think it would be smart to keep Rope Hintz involved in that mix as well and let them be a dominant dynamic duo going forward for this franchise for years to come. But, you know, the guys like Joe Pavelski and Alexander Radulov and Rupe Hintz had their impact felt on this game, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier that you know Dallas was missing guys on the ice like Essel Lindell and Vlad and Nemestikov. Guys like that bring a huge physical edge in this game. This game, uh, you know, was kind of predicted to be a physical playoff atmosphere type game, and it was just that. We saw Jamie Ben get in a fight trying to stick up for one of his guys. I can't remember who got hit now off the top of my head, but uh, or I think Jamie Ben actually hit um, a member of the Vancouver Canucks team, um, and then he gets in a fight with Luke Shin. Uh, and Luke Shin's trying to stand up for one of his guys. But then Jason Robertson also uh, took a pretty big hit. I can't remember from who, but then he comes back around and lays a big hit just like 15, 20 seconds later on his own, uh, not needing Jamie Ben or anyone else to stand up for him. He said, I will take care of business myself. But still, the Stars, despite being as physical as they could be, Jamie Ben, Jason Robertson, uh, missing the presence of some of the bigger bodies on the team, more physical guys on the team in Essa and Vladislav Nemestikov. And hopefully those guys can be back sometime soon because this team is at its best when it is fully healthy uh, especially on the defensive front i think you know we've just been going through these phases of missing defensemen whether it's klingberg early in the year miro haskin with mono and now Lindell, uh, where you start to see individually you know the value that each guy provides in their own respect doing different things uh, because all three of those defensemen do different things especially well um, and i think Lindell is one of the better actual pure defensemen on the team. I mean, he can be a threat offensively, but ultimately uh, he's at his best, I think, in the defensive zone. And I think that, that could be a, a huge reason why the Canucks had six goals in this matchup. And so certainly going to be good to have him back uh, once the Stars can, you know, finally get him back and healthy. And the same with Vladislav Nemestikov, who, you know, can provide a little bit of offense every now and then, but ultimately is, like we've said, a plug-and-play guy that, you know, it was kind of similar to Erotic Fox, so Luke Glendening, Michael Roffel, a checking kind of guy that if you get some goals or assists and some offense from him, that's just kind of icing on the cake of what else he can do, which is uh, maybe win some face-offs or play really physical along the boards or lay a big hit if you need it. And it, uh, it all just boils down to, uh, you know, naming those guys as Dallas just needs that secondary sc scoring and that secondary, you know, edge of play from some of the guys on the roster that are not on the top line, whether it's Sagan and Ben and Gurionov or, 
you know, uh, you know, Glendening, Roffel, Fox, uh, Lindell, Miro Haskin, and John Klingberg. I mean, we need guys to st step up more consistently in order to avoid these kind of results like we saw against the Vancouver Canucks. And, you know, if, if the trends of this season are any indication, Dallas is due for an excellent performance in Vancouver. Very rarely do they have these games where they just get blown out and kind of, you know, flipped over uh, and kind of thrown out of sorts and discombobulated. They rarely have those games back to back. So not saying it's a guaranteed win against the Edmonton Oilers, but I imagine they'll play a lot sharper and a lot more disciplined. And it should probably be a little bit more of a tighter matchup on Wednesday in Edmonton. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the Dallas Stars and their position in the Western Conference playoff race because it is continuing to be dramatic and insane and almost out of control at this point but it's a incredibly fun storyline to follow here in the final stages of the season it's all coming up after another quick break today's episode of locked on stars is also brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using RockAuto. RockAuto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they have everything that you could possibly need for your car or truck, including brake parts, motor oil, tail lamps, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. And we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the Western Conference wildcard playoff picture and even a little bit of the Pacific Division playoff picture. Uh, the race for the wildcard is still crazy. It is tight. It is very close right now. At, at this moment of recording, uh, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, the Nashville Predators have the top wildcard spot. 91 points. The Dallas Stars also 91 points, holding the second wild card spot. The Vegas Golden Knights behind them, four points with 87. The Vancouver Canucks, after Monday's win, now have 86 points, only one point behind the Vegas Golden Knights in contention for wild card spots, but also potentially the third spot in the Pacific Division. The LA Kings have been shaky as of late, which means the Golden Knights or the Canucks could sneak in to that third spot in the Pacific Division behind Calgary and Edmonton. The Kings currently only have 90 points right now, and uh, you know they are also thankful for the New Jersey Devils at this point in time because a win there would have put the VGK at 89 points, only one point behind the Los Angeles Kings, which would have made things very interesting in that division. So the Kings will be looking to try to win some of their games uh, that they have coming up. They do have a game tonight against the Anaheim Ducks in Anaheim, uh, a game that they probably should win, but you know, the Ducks out of the playoff picture may be looking to cause a little bit of chaos in their division uh, and maybe looking to try to knock off the Kings and prevent them from distancing themselves from their other division rivals in the Golden Knights and the Vancouver Canucks. But some other teams in this playoff race on the schedule tonight as well. The Nashville Predators are playing at home at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville against the Calgary Flames. That's going to be an incredibly interesting matchup to watch. Should be a fun game. And 
uh, a pretty challenging one for Nashville. But I, you know, they're playing at home, and that's going to benefit them and give them at least a shot to win this game. But Calgary is a tough team to beat, even on the road. I think they have one of the better road records in the NHL this season. But regardless, they are a red hot team, no pun intended, for their color scheme and logos. Uh, and they've just been a tough outing pretty much ever since the All Star break came to a conclusion. Uh, and even before, the Dallas Stars know that all too well, and they're going to be matched up against them in Calgary uh, later this week on Thursday. And the Vancouver Canucks also play again. They have Ottawa coming into town. Both teams coming into a second game of a back-to-back. The Ottawa Senators played in Seattle on Monday night, and, of course, Vancouver played Dallas at home. So that's a pretty favorable matchup for the Canucks, who you know could potentially leapfrog the Vegas Golden Knights in the standings with a win and the Vegas Golden Knights not playing. And also, if the LA Kings lose, uh, could be within shouting distance of catching the Kings. So a lot of potential movement in the coming days and really probably here in the last two weeks or so of the regular season. Things look like this right now. Nashville, Dallas, Vancouver, or Vegas, Vancouver, uh, and those last two Pacific teams in pursuit of LA in the third spot in the Pacific. So don't expect things to look this way in a couple weeks. Uh, things will probably get shifted around and moved quite a bit. But Dallas just needs to try to control what they can control. Uh, again, I can't emphasize the importance enough of them needing to learn from their mistakes from this Monday night loss to the Canucks, but also shake off any of the bad feelings and sh- broken confidence and approach this Monday, Wednesday game against the Oilers with a brand new, you know, a, a fresh slate, uh, you know, clean up the mental slate, clean up the physical slate and go into this game fresh. Uh, headstrong and confident that you can go out and beat this team because the Stars have beaten this team twice uh, and what have been, or at least one of the games was close and competitive. That game back around Thanksgiving was actually pretty favorable for the Stars and they seem to be in control for most of that matchup. So they need to play some of their best hockey to come into this game and get a huge win on Wednesday and control what they can control. I mean, who cares what these other teams do? As long as the Stars go out and win hockey games, they will be just fine and they will be in a great position to make the playoffs. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and drop a comment if you enjoyed the show and let me know what your thoughts are on the Dallas Stars and where they stand in this Western Conference wildcard playoff race. Uh, and also just any maybe talking points that you want to hear discussed on the show. Always do appreciate getting the awesome comments from you guys on YouTube. And if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, be sure to hit that follow button on there and leave a rating or review if you like what you hear. It's free uh, and it only takes a couple seconds to do so. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow at both of those spots if you do not do so already. And be sure to tune into tomorrow's show as we will be getting you prepared for the final matchup between the Stars and Oilers this season. Going to be a good time. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Tuesday.